Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures. Joining me this week is uh, pornographer Brittany Jane, and we are talking about a character that I haven't thought about in a long time. Uh, we're talking about Giovanni from the Pokemon games and anime, and I guess probably comics and other things as well, uh, who is the leader of the, the, the Team Rocket is the team that he's the leader of, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, when you when you said that you would be interested in talking about him, I was like, like so. Sometimes people will pick characters where I'm like, yep, that was on my list. Like, I I totally wanted to get to that character at some point, and like I have some thoughts on him. Um, and in this case, I was like, huh, this I did this kind of came out of left field. I didn't really think about this. So like, what um, what made you want to like to talk about Giovanni specifically? Uh, yeah, so I uh, got to thinking about Giovanni because I was playing uh, the new Pokemon games uh, like Sun and Moon, and the like. The team boss there, Guzma, is very much sort of like a dad figure um, to like his his like team members or whatever, and that made me think about like oh, like other, I guess like dads in Pokemon, and Giovanni kind of came to mind because like he's. So he's like a father figure to this one character. Um, so he's not a father figure. He's literally this character, Silver's dad from the second generation of games, who's like your rival. Um, but he's also like a father figure to Team Rocket in both the games and the show mm-hmm. in a way that's really interesting, I think. Um, and so, like, the thing with the Pokemon series of games is, like, they don't have a lot of other figures. Like, as far as I know, the only time a player character has their dad show up in a story, it's in the Ruby and Sapphire games. Mm-hmm. And, like, his name is Norman, and he's a gym leader, and you're, you and your mom move into the region to be closer to him. Uh, but, like, even then, he's sort of this cold and distant figure, right? Um, but just by the fact that he's there, uh, he kind of wins the award for, like, the best dad <laughs> in the game. Uh, it's like it's like a really low bar um but the main thing to take from this is that i think when we talk about dads and pokemon a lot of the time we're talking about absentee fathers Mm. right um yeah yeah i mean um my friend mario domo has this comic series that or this like this mini comic that he did years ago called um i think it's just called letters to an absent father that's just like these little cute comics like about the pokemon trainer like going through the world and being like hey dad i caught a caterpie it's really cute <laughs> like, yeah yeah so, it's like, good. this brings us i guess to giovanni which like so in the first games like in the red and blue he's just this mob boss kind of guy mm-hmm. um and you like for those of you who aren't familiar with the games he like you thwart his plans a bunch of times and then he sort of disappears with this vow to return someday um but it's in the second generation of games, Gold and Silver, where you really get this concept of Giovanni as a dad, right? So, like I said, you've got Silver, who's your rival, and um, I think in the original versions of the games, they don't actually mention that he's Giovanni's son, or even, like, hint at it. Um, but they do talk about it in the remakes that came out, I think, like, a couple years ago. Um I'm not sure when they came out. I'm kind of scared to look it up because I'm like scared it's going to be like a decade ago. I'm just going to be like, ah. It was a little while ago. It's a while ago. Um, but yeah, so it's revealed in the remakes that, yeah, he's Giovanni's son. Um, and what's weird to me is I feel like I, 
like heard rumors of that, like as like on the schoolyard as a kid. Huh. Uh, when I was playing the game, so it's like one of those like, oh, my uncle, a game freak, mm-hmm. says blah blah blah. <laughs> except it turned out being right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, this kid is Giovanni's son. Um, and he's one of your main antagonists in the game, and the other antagonist is Team Rocket, right? Um, and Team Rocket's whole plan in Gold and Silver is that they're trying to take over the radio tower so they can broadcast the signal that essentially boils down to, like, Dad, we miss you, please come back, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Giovanni's been missing for three years, and they're just like, we're, we just, we need you, we want you back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> In this very like kid, kid like wanting wanting their father to be back kind of way. Um, so yeah, you've got these very opposing feelings coming from Silver, um, who who like kind of hates his dad uh, for like various reasons because like he abandoned him and he thinks of his dad as like weak. Um, and he's like, you know, like, I don't need you. I'm going to be strong on my own. Uh, like a very teen angst sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and this comes into play when he talks about uh, Team Rocket in general. Um, he thinks of Team Rocket as being weak. Um, and so you've got this, like, these two very opposed, but I think, like, in a lot of us, these are, like, coexisting feelings, right, towards mm. our father figures of like wanting their approval, but also of wanting to reject them or like break from them and exist on your own terms. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I actually missed gold and silver. Um, and so like, I missed out on that whole like subplot, I guess. Like I am, um, I was just reading the Bulbapedia article on Giovanni, <laughs> which is like, I feel like has to be one of the most detailed wikis on the internet. I know, I, I use it for, a, like, an embarrassing amount. Like, it's one of, like, my saved, like, in my search <laughs> bar. Like, just one of the things I can go to. Mm-hmm. I feel like I check it, like, at least, like, once a day for some reason. Um, but yeah, that's so, that's so interesting that like, he's just like totally absent in, in that game. And then you have like the rival who kind of like is like his actual son who, who dislikes him. And then like his like adoptive family who is like lost without him and is like, come back, we need you, which I feel like is kind of a dynamic that's like broader than that too, of just like the kind of like the organization or like the the employees or something who love the boss and then like the actual kid who like knows him like intimately and like doesn't and like kind of detests him right yeah exactly um yeah that's that's definitely true um but yeah and it's interesting that like like giovanni doesn't really show up in these games um so like i think you get some flashbacks in the remakes uh, where he like talks with his son, but other than that, he's just like this cipher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for for fatherhood, like all the other characters are kind of just like putting all their feelings on him, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of like who he is as a person, which isn't really fleshed out um, or like given details. So, like what Giovanni is actually like as a father is like there's not a lot there, but how people interact with him as a father. I think is really interesting. 
Totally. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe talk about some of that stuff in the anime? Because I feel like in that case, he is a lot more of a fleshed out character, but there also is like a lot of projection going on there too. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, in the cartoon, um, he's, uh, like he's very, um, serious and thinks of, uh, at least in like the early seasons, he thinks of sort of the main team rocket trio, uh, as being like these bumbling idiots. Right. Um, and uh, so it's like this very sun. I am disappoint. Uh, <laughs> I mean, attitude. they kind of are. They're like they never. I mean, they succeed like maybe once or something. Like they're uh, terrible. Yeah, and like he he treats them like that. Like I think at one point he like because he runs a gym, right? And so at one point he has to like go off on some business. Because like I guess I have to like entrust the gym to you idiots. Like. Don't actually just watch the gym. Don't like get into any gym battles or please anything. Please don't touch anything. <laughs> don't touch anything, please. <laughs> please don't cross dress the place up too much. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's honestly like a very sort of like um, that's kind of like a dad attitude to have, I think, towards your kids. Like for a certain kind of dad, right? Like you, like it's like you bring your kids to work day and you just like just sit there. Don't do anything. Um, but um, in the later uh, seasons, when they're, like, going to, like, new new regions and, like, sort of establishing Team Rocket there, um, there's a little bit of a change where I think Giovanni actually becomes, like, more proud of them and is, like, good job for, like, for, like, you know, thwarting this other team that's like going on in that area and like establishing team rocket or whatever even if you don't actually manage <laughs> to do anything uh, at least there so um but yeah um i think the most interesting thing from the cartoon um is in the seasons that correspond with hoenn which is like the third generation uh region um the the trio sort of shift their focus away from trying to catch Pikachu into trying to steal whatever like the Pokemon of the day is, mm-hmm. right? As featured in the episode. Um and like every time they do this, um, there's these like dream sequences narrated <laughs> by Meow. Um and in these dream sequences, they're kind of just imagining giving whatever Pokemon they're trying to catch to Giovanni. And, like, how it will be useful to him. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way they're useful to him are never, like, like oh, they'll help him, you know, like, steal more Pokemon or, like, you know, take over the world or extend his rules. They're all, like, these really mundane, like, Father's Day gift kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like, oh, this Pokemon, when he's feeling stressed after a long day at work, he'll give him a massage or a bubble bath or, like, these other weirdly specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I wrote down a couple of them. Um, there's a whole page on Bulbapedia titled just Boss Fantasy um, that has just the entire list. Um, but some of the more reasonable ones are, like, a Pokemon to cheer him up when he wakes up, a Pokemon to power an electric razor, um, a Pokemon to provide thread for sewing, um, one to use as a pillow, uh, a Pokemon to light his barbecue and birthday candles. 
I love it. I love it because it's just like you're using these like, like the birthday candle one. It's like this, a turtle that can just like launch like flamethrowers. And it's <laughs> right. like, we're just going to light a little, little candle. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Like there's so many, real, there's one that's just like, oh, this one will take him to space. <laughs> or like, oh, this one will like, wait, what? Okay, this one is, it just says he runs through the desert in a Speedo covered in enchanted honey. Oh, yes, this one. Then the wild Pokemon come and lick and rub against him. That's my favorite one. (laughs) Apparently they had to like, they had to like get rid of that. Yeah. uh, Like in the English version. There's like a little like like, footnote that says like it was presumably due to the extremely suggestive nature of the imagery. (laughs) Too too risque. Well, there's like a... Yeah, I mean, like, not to get too far off track, but, like, there is sort of a history of of that kind of thing being removed from from the series. Um, I'm thinking especially of, I mean, there's stuff of, like, when someone pulls a gun, they're like, we can't have someone pull a gun in a children's cartoon. But, like, there's a lot of, like, there's, like, um, like, James, early early on, there's, like, James wearing, like, breast forms and, like, a bathing suit. And they're just, like... Okay, this is a little too. Much. A little, little <laughs> he can too wear much. a wedding dress and like <laughs> marry Jesse in like this bizarre wedding ceremony, but that is the line that yeah. crosses the yeah. line. Um, but yeah, wow, Meowth just like offering all of these like bizarre like things to Giovanni, and the article also says like occasionally Meowth will imagine Giovanni in like chibi, so like like cute little form. But yeah. in others, he imagines him with a muscle-covered body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really interesting because, like, I think the way that Meowth imagines Giovanni um, is, like, very much the way, uh, like, a kid might imagine his dad. Like, yeah. it's either like, oh, my dad's, like, so, like, like sweet and great, or it's like, my dad could beat up your dad, right? He's, like... Uh-huh muscular um and all of these ideas they have for for these pokemon gifts are like these very naive very childish Mm -hmm. kind of ways of thinking of it like i don't know it's 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 much in the way i think like a little kid would would like try and get a gift for his dad um but um yeah and then in these fantasies uh, at the end, Giovanni's always like, ah, oh, my three most trusted kids um, for this gift. I'm going to reward you and promote you. And, like, I think that gets at the core of what Team Rocket really want, which is just, like, to for their dad to, like, appreciate and love them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that gets into kind of a an interesting point, which is, like, you have all of these, like the whole kind of staple of the Pokemon game series is, like, you have, like, these villain teams, and you start off with Team Rocket in the original series, who are just kind of this, like, vaguely mafia-esque, like, just a crime organization. Like, they run illegal gambling operations, and, like, they... God, I don't even remember what else they do in the game. They're just stealing people's Pokemon or trying yeah, to. They, and then... And, like, Giovanni is just, like, the boss. He's just, like, this crime boss, basically. Right, yeah. And, like, later on, you have all of these, like, other weird ones. Like, their their plans just get kind of bigger. Like, 
So like you have a team who is like, oh, there is a legendary Pokemon that controls the earth. So we're going to turn, we're going to burn all of the water off the earth yeah, for yeah, some reason. Exactly. Or like later on, it's like, oh, this legendary Pokemon is basically God. So we're just going to rewrite the entire universe. Um, and like the whole time, I kind of like, like I haven't seen a lot of the anime past the original series, but like I uh-huh. like that the whole time, like they'd keep, Giovanni and like Team Rocket as this kind of like holdover presence that are just sort of like still just like we just want to we just want to capture Pokemon we just want to like we just want our dad to be proud of us <laughs> um and like these other guys are doing really weird stuff trying to like time travel or like become god or whatever yeah but... no, and it's just, we just, <laughs> just want to steal Pikachu and make money like yeah yeah like that's it. the basics yeah we can uh, all relate to that Definitely. No, yeah, it's 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 an interesting uh, sort of dichotomy between, uh, how, I guess, how the Pokemon games view the like the teams, uh, so to speak, because um, it does get it gets really they get really weird, um, and I don't know, but I also feel like I don't know the the team leaders never really have like that much of a connection to their grunts mm. like I, I i never get an idea of like like why are these team galactic members like want to recreate the world other than just that's what their leader wants to do right um and for but for giovanni i can honestly see this sort of like cult of personality of like oh he's you know he's like this strong mob boss um like he knows what's best right yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and like I guess some of the other teams, like there is like there is a, this, a similar kind of like you have like a character who is like uh, the son of like the the villain team leader, and then you have like his team. Like I'm thinking like um, the one I think it's called Plasma. Oh yeah, where yeah. like you have this guy Anne who is just like. Um, he's, like, the adopted son of, like, the leader of Team Plasma, um, and, like, they're kind of in conflict, and for some reason that guy is trying to, like, get rid of Pokemon, I don't know, it just, they've become very vague later on. <laughs> yeah, that's, Black and White, I think, were the games that I played the least, and so, like, the whole, the whole Team Plasma end thing is, like, I think the, the one I remember the least. Um, but I know that there's like a definitely like a father son antagonism going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I think a little bit darker um, than what we've got with like Silver and Giovanni. Or like you know it makes sense that like you know Silver would hate his dad because he abandoned him when he was I guess what probably like nine <laughs> and. Um, yeah, and, like, that sucks. But then you got, like, in and the relationship with his father where it seems, like, if I remember correctly, it's kind of, like, abusive. Like, like it's almost like a cult kind of thing where he's, like, raised up to be mm-hmm. this, this like, figure. Um, um, and, like, that's, I don't know, I guess the, I think the, the sort of, the problems that Giovanni has as a dad are comparatively a lot more um, 
down to earth. Um, and I mean, it's certainly like the uh, the kind of father son relationship in has with his dad are like are 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 more common than they certainly should be. But I think absentee father is is one that a lot of people can relate to. Totally. But yeah, there's so there's not like a a ton honestly to work with Giovanni's fatherhood. Unfortunately, um, there might be more stuff from the the manga which I've never read. Um, I know there's like he's got his relationship with his son Silver, um, in the manga too. And from what I like read about it on Bulbapedia, I think it's just sort of it's very similar to the games where like Silver like doesn't want anything to do with him and sort of wants to um sort of be his own person and sort of gets this redemption arc because of that going from sort of like a kid who steals pokemon from uh from professor elm to like you know sort of understanding his relationship to his own pokemon mm-hmm. um, and uh yeah and so it's uh, so yeah, I think, uh, in that sense, Silver does sort of succeed in breaking away from his father, um, and sort of going out and becoming his own person. Hmm. And that reminds me too, that like the professors in these games are like definitely surrogate father figures. Um, and like, it starts off with Professor Oak, who is like, almost like almost like a grandfather character um he's just like kind of this like stout old man who's like oh good job collecting pokemon yeah like good job sunny and then like but then later on you just like they get seem to get younger and younger it's like they have doctor who syndrome where like they just get younger and sexier (laughs) (laughs) until you get to like um like well professor sycamore who's just like hey it's your handsome dad like Exactly. And then in Sun and Moon, I forget uh, what the professor's name is, but he just doesn't wear a shirt. He's just got like <laughs> lab coat just like open. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, he just, just like has a lab like, coat over his sweats and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like and doesn't that isn't that character the one who's like, I just let Pokemon attack me to test their attacks out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excuse He's... me, Dad. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, the, the professors definitely sort of serve as this, um, stand-in dad, and I guess there's, there's one lady professor, I guess, is sort of like a hot mom. hmm Yeah, um, I want to say Juniper? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, they all have tree names. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, I guess, uh, father figures for the main characters. Oh, um, also... There's the whole thing about like is Ash Giovanni's son, oh. uh, right? Uh, which, as far as I can tell, the only source from that comes from this like really terrible Pokemon musical. Uh-huh. Then back when like Pokemania was a huge thing, um, in like the late '90s, um, and. Where, like, I think Ash's mom and Giovanni have, like, a kind of romantic song together. Um, and that's, as far as I can tell, the entire basis for for Giovanni being Ash's dad. Huh. Like, 
That's literally it. Okay, so um, I'm, well, I'm looking at the TV tropes page for this now of like uh-huh. who is Ash's father, and so like the most common guest is Professor Oak, but it's like, well, Gary is his grandson, so like uh, I don't know, um, and then the Giovanni one, uh huh, is like, um, he's got like under if if you believe this theory, then like the reason that he has Jesse James and Meowth following Ash around, um when they're like clearly never going to succeed in capturing Pikachu is because he wants them to keep an eye on him and like report back to him about like how he's doing. Oh, that's cute. That's like, like that. Yeah. That's like, even, even if like there is no canon evidence for, for Giovanni as Ash's dad, that I think that that maybe makes me a supporter of that theory just because <laughs> the idea of just like, just like sending, sending your guys to just, check up on your kid, make sure he's doing okay, like, give progress reports on, like, on, like, how his grades are, that kind of thing. Um, sounds like exactly what a extremely rich and powerful dad would do. <laughs> that's really cute. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah, I like that. That's, that's really good. Um, it's much better than the horrifying theory that Ash's father is a ditto. Oh, I don't like that at all. Or, or like Mr. Mime. <laughs> yeah, no, any of the Ash's father or Pokemon theories, I am, I am firmly against. Um, mm-hmm. For, for, just for reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although I think it's pretty clear that Mr. Mime like becomes his like adoptive father later on. Oh, yeah. He's just like, yeah. I'm your dad now. Like, your mother and I, like, need you to be okay with this. (laughs) Well, um, I think that probably wraps it up. Um, Is there anything else that that you wanted to mention or that you had on your mind? No, I think that's about it. Cool. Um, Okay, well, um, where can people find you online? Like, on Twitter or, like, elsewhere? So, I've got a Twitter. um, It's at Jitney Brain, which is kind of hard to <laughs> spell, but it's just my name with the first uh, syllables switched around. Um, you can also, uh, me and uh, my friend Sophie have this, uh, this like independent uh, porn company that we run uh, called Galpal Films, which you can find uh, at the Galpal Films Twitter and at. Uh, at, I think, galpalfilms.com is <laughs> our website. Yes, yes, that's cool. correct. Awesome. Um, and both of those are, like, all of, all of that is 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 NSFW. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should, I should no, go no, ahead it's, and... It's and, completely safe for work pornography. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's totally. like, it's you've done all of that, like, the replacement where it's just, like, ice cream cones. And, right, like, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, Subway sandwiches. Yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well thank you so much for being on this was really uh, yeah, fun thank you for inviting me on it's been really wonderful yeah well um i will talk to you later all right see ya bye kiddos Is it dad feelings is hosted by Merrick k and produced and edited by nick bravo for stay mean stay mean is listener supported if you appreciate the shows we make and want access to bonus episodes and other perks, 
support us at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album, Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy. Thanks for listening. Be good, kiddos.